Valuetown is a production of HearthSim. Find out how to support Valuetown by going to patreon.com slash Valuetown. This is our town. Welcome! What's up, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Value Town, episode 187. I'm Chamman V, he's Gara, and it's just the two of us today, which uh, it's always nice and fun, but how you doing, man? I'm doing great. I'm not in China like the others. <laughs> they're all back now, but yeah, that was one of the reasons why I wanted to get somebody from China, but they're all like literally getting back now, so they, they're like having to, you know, obviously go take care of pets and you know do make up for all this lost time and back yet like they played yesterday the finals no no it's the day before they, oh but it's like yeah. a two-day trip <laughs> it's only a two-day <laughs> trip oh man i i would hate to have to do that i mean they literally were there for what three days two or three days and have to fly like across the world that's it's life of an esport player man it's crazy that's that's what you got to do if you want to win an aston martin man you know that's <laughs> the price you have to pay um but yeah so anyways we got some uh you know good number of things to talk about this week blizzcon schedule just came out so definitely talk about that a couple things from uh blizzard events and you know just little things that are happening news wise metapulse of course the eu versus china event and then uh lots of q a you know from you guys um you know so we got a couple questions on email but if you guys want to ask your questions via twitch chat we will take those too so um you know just be ready for that but uh our week in Hearthstone. <laughs> God, how was your week in Hearthstone this week? I tried to avoid Hearthstone. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's not the right answer. Wrong answer. <laughs> but <laughs> Maybe it, I should talk during this. <laughs> I still played like Hearthstone. I was streaming Hearthstone. It's like yeah, before, like until Artifact comes on. <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah. it's just man. Other streamers are not really helping to motivate me to play Hearthstone. <laughs> like, <laughs> you, a did you ever did you ever use other streamers to motivate you to play Hearthstone? Oh, I mean, they, they they motivate you more. Like, like if other people would be like, "Oh, it's not so bad," you know, you, you just burned out, take a break or whatever. But if people say have yeah. the same opinion as you, that's that's pretty bad. Well, it's like every see, that's. I think this is like a good example of, I mean, we all know there's a lot of other stuff going on right now and, you know, streamers and pro players trying out different games right now. But, you know, like, I think for me, like definitely in, in a completely different boat than say, you know, somebody like yourself who streams Hearthstone every, or was streaming Hearthstone every day. And I think the biggest thing is just that, you know, I just don't feel burnt out about Hearthstone. You know, there's a lot of other games, you know, obviously I'm trying to mount and, you know, this, this episode is also sponsored by uh, Magic the Gathering Arena, by the way, guys, which we'll talk about in a second. But, um, you know, trying out all these other games, too, has been a lot of fun. But, you know, I definitely play Hearthstone just at least a few, you know, just a little bit every single day still and, and don't feel burnt out about it. But that has to do with me, just the volume of play, right? Like, your volume of play is like 15, 10x the, the amount of play I play. So, yeah. So, I mean, th this is kind of, this is really interesting because I don't think... I'm not sure we've ever delved into this type of situation, you know, where 
um, you know, pretty early on in an expansion, like a month into the expansion, a month, maybe six weeks into an expansion, uh, you know, we 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 just have this this um, basically just kind of done right with the content type of feel to it. We've never actually had this happen so early, so. Um, you know, I think this has always been a problem. Think, you know, I like think this, this has a lot to do with the power level of the last two expansions. Just that, yeah. yeah but think so? I mean, I just don't think there's just been enough change. Like, I think it just comes down to that, right? Like, there just needs to be change, and you know, <laughs> you sound like Barack Obama. Yeah, yeah. everything's about there needs change. To be change. Yes, there needs to be change. change. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's so good. Actually, you could say that's all the Trump voters that that said that. <laughs> that's what ended change. up happening, right? No, but you know, I, I think that's you know, this is this is just continues on and on. But I, I think that just not having anything change is is why everybody is you know feeling that it's super stagnant right now. And it is super stagnant. I mean, we, I don't, you know, like we can't deny that. We, you know, still, I, I love the game, and this podcast is about Hearthstone. But the thing is, is that it, it's just stagnant right now. And and I, I just want to get that across to, to Team Five. You know, it's like you have to change stuff. Like I mean, this, this is like, I would say, getting along the lines of, you know, just closer to the worst case scenario where, you know, we've had. I mean, it's it, it's like healthy from the standpoint of balance. But it's just not healthy from the standpoint of you know being stagnant, and you know it, it is another level of complexity that they have to juggle. But it's clearly super important, you know, and especially in a time where competition is around. You know, Hearthstone's had the the luxury of not having competition for years now, but now when competition's around, I mean, th there should be a huge onus on making changes in between expansions, like in keeping you know keeping this. This you know up and down aspect you, of you know what's crazy play. actually yeah I feel like all the competition appeared at the same time yeah like, well yeah kind of like I mean. Gwent is coming with a huge update I don't know if you know about that yeah, they I have no that. content for nine months so they're gonna come full force and um, Codred did like a stream about it yesterday and they updated like the visuals of the game the game looks like insane like oh, right really? now. It, well, everything is like animated and stuff. You should, I don't, you should I, see the thing with Gwent is I didn't actually have an issue as much with Gwent with with just the you know the, the actual the animations and the mechanics of it. it. It was more just the game itself. Like I didn't think the game itself had the complexity of some of the new games that we see, right? And, and even Hearthstone. So um, yeah, the RNG was less, but that was like the only thing going for it. It was like it's just the RNG is less. That's that's about it. Yeah, yeah, but that's definitely like from the big three, the the smallest competitor. Yeah. Now we have like Magic Arena yeah. making the open beta, and people really seem to enjoy that a lot. Yeah. Yep. And Artifact, of course, like the mm -hmm. big, the big guy. Yeah, big yeah, boy. of course. So I mean, that that kind of leads us, I think, to um, you know what's going to happen next. You know, I think that's the biggest thing, right, for Hearthstone, and and you know, BlizzCon schedule was announced. Uh, Yesterday, also the yeah. um, <clears throat> choose your champion. Yep, yeah, we're gonna get to that in a second. I mean, that's definitely yeah. uh, that's something that we're gonna talk about in the news section. But BlizzCon uh, schedule was released, so you can actually see, you know, just just what all is going on, all the panels. We definitely got the what's next panel on the first day, like usual. We got the global games going on, you know, on the stage or just at the esports stage for um, Hearthstone. Got streamer showdown, of course. You got definitely got to catch that on uh, Friday too. Um, but that's about it though. You know what I mean? Like, I, I think that we only, we basically have the first day and then the rest of it is, oh, there's art, there's artwork, uh, artist work, uh, on the last day. 
uh, as well. But for the most part, oh, there's some of the puzzling. Well, I don't even know. I didn't know this was there. Puzzling dungeons and bewitching stuff too. Okay, so there's there's a little bit of there's a few things for sure. Like I saw something about people complaining that there wasn't that many things, but that person wasn't looking very well because th there's clearly more things than he was listing out, uh, Reddit wise. Um, but yeah, first off, like, what do you expect to hear? Like, of course we're gonna have an expansion, like normal release of an expansion. But do you expect anything else besides that at, at BlizzCon? Like, any signs I mean, of anything? Like, <laughs> I don't know what's so coming. The big, the big thing is like Diablo. Like everyone yeah, is everybody's extreme. talking about Diablo. Yep, right now. Like Diablo Four. Like like Diablo didn't get any major expansion or update in four years. You think, think it's Diablo Four? Really? I mean, I they haven't. Usually, Blizzard releases an expansion every two years for all their franchises. That's and, fast if it's Diablo 4. Wow. Um, I mean, like, I, I mean, fast. Like, they ha there was nothing for Diablo 4 in four years. And just an announcement, you know, you know, it could still be like two oh, years. Oh, yeah. An announcement of Diablo 4. Okay. Yeah. Maybe like another <laughs> year or something like that. They didn't. Maybe. Yeah. Because last year there was nothing. Oh, definitely there will be like some classic WoW. Because there was something about Classic WoW that it will be like available to play. Oh, really? There. Okay. Okay. Uh, so that was like oh, the vanilla WoW stuff. Yeah. Whatever happened to that, right? Like there was supposed to be this whole, like you remember last BlizzCon they announced the whole vanilla WoW, and and I, I didn't really keep up with that. Did they ever come out with that server and everything? No, no. they just said it takes okay. a lot of time. <laughs> wow. Okay. To to make that happen, and yeah. one year later. We will probably get another announcement. It will be available there <laughs> at this corner, apparently. Yeah, yeah. No, but definitely the murmurs right now is that the, the Diablo announcement is something really great, you know. And, and I mean, Diablo 4 obviously would be amazing. Uh, somebody's saying Diablo Mobile. Uh, I don't know about mobile, but <laughs> saying Diablo so 4 before Warcraft 4 would be really surprising to me. You know, like whatever continuation of Warcraft or even Starcraft. Like that'd be that's kind of what I mean by fast, you know. Diablo three came out, you know. After but wasn't Starcraft it like and... like Overwatch was also super unexpected when they announced Overwatch? Or was it? Yeah, in... it was it was unexpected. Like I don't think people, I don't know how many people actually realized that they. I think the word got out that they were doing a shooter, maybe a few months before that. But it was you know I, I don't before it was announced right, which was like a year before the actual you know whatever. Yeah, they had so much stuff there. Yeah, yeah. So. But that was like super hype because nobody, everybody, most everybody was surprised to see all that. Um, so, you know, I, I'm hoping for some kind of an announcement this year at BlizzCon. Otherwise, BlizzCon is going to be pretty quiet. Like, there's there's nothing huge, you know. I would say outside of maybe this Diablo thing for any of the other franchises. You know, it's it's, it's very similar to last year. You know, World Cup for Overwatch. I think they're uh, going to announce the next Hearthstone expansion. That's like way too early. No, they always do. What do you mean? They always announce the next expansion at at BlizzCon. At BlizzCon. Yeah, but they always do. What are you talking about? Be, yeah. But before we had adventures, then it made sense because they came way faster. Isn't this like way too early? Wait, no, when is it's a month. It's a month before the okay. expansion. It's all. It's okay, always at BlizzCon. Yeah. Okay. And we always talk about the cards. See, they reveal. They usually reveal like about. 20 cards or 12 cards or something like that and then so we you know we, we we've done valley town at blizzcon before yeah. and, and kind of reviewed those cards that they showed the so, expansion will come out in december right yeah the hearthstone one you know, last last year was the dungeon run right like that was the big thing and like the presentation was awesome like ben's presentation was amazing for dungeon run um so we're gonna need 
some element of that, <laughs> you know, some, some kind of crazy epic, I don't know, maybe single player aspect to it. Uh, but I don't have any idea what it could be. You know, like if there is a big announcement for Hearthstone, I have no idea what it could be. Like, you know, if it's not tournament mode, then maybe they say, oh, just tournament mode is only shelved for like like a week. <laughs> it was shelved for a week. We're, we're actually like, coming out psych. with it. Exactly. Both the whole time. <laughs> exactly. Uh, we just wanted to get you. We just wanted you, you guys to be disappointed so. for a few weeks and then we could like Chibated. lift you all the way up, right? Chibated. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't think that's that's what it's going to be. But uh, I kind of oh, don't. Shoot. Did I not well. change the stream title? Sorry, guys. I didn't change the. Uh, my bad. I kind of doubt it as well. But um, yeah, I, I think that. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping for something huge. I just. You know, I'm hoping for something huge, mostly because I feel like they need something big. You know, they need to announce something significant. Uh, if you know, artifact and you know, just magic, obviously pushing right now is going to have a, you know, just a, a very big marketing promotion. I just feel like they should respond and not ignore it, right? Um, but you know, I guess we'll we'll see. But you know, BlizzCon will be fun. I know you're not going, so that's going to be too bad. But um, well, you know, I'll definitely be there. Definitely. Look for me, um, the hsreplay.net guys. We'll, we'll all be there, and we'll be wearing hsreplay.net hoodies. Look for us. You know, definitely we'll have some some goodies for you guys. We're doing a meetup for the first time too. So if you guys want to meet all of us on the Hearthstone team, you know, that make H, H, HD, you know, Hearthstone deck tracker and hsreplay.net, uh, we're gonna be doing a meetup Friday, and I'll get definitely be um, posting just more details on it. But expect Friday night. You guys can, can uh, yeah, just grab a drink with us or something. But uh, but otherwise, yeah, BlizzCon should be, uh, you know, it's, it's in a roughly in a month. And, um, you know, we'll, we'll definitely uh, be seeing a lot of folks there. Um, I guess next thing to talk about is we got the, oh, the Hollow's End. Oh, Sorry about that. The Hollow's End uh, was um, announced. And uh, or, or we, we talked about last week, right? But it's actually uh, the actual official post or the update came out. Um, even though the event hasn't started yet, the, the update came out. So we, we could actually see some of the, the new things. So, um, you know, getting a golden witch's cauldron, which makes sense given it's Halloween <laughs> and everything. Uh, and then we get, um, you know, just the, the brawl, the dual class arena. Sorry, the arena, the dual class arena, which we talked about before. And then the whole headless uh, tavern brawl. But I think everything else is pretty much what we talked about. There's the good old new player ranks and everything again. <laughs> but so yeah, get ready for that. Uh, you know, I, I had I had an issue with the mobile client again today. Yeah, the mobile client was kind of weird today. It said like my phone didn't have enough space, but then it it went ahead and and updated it. So I don't know what was going on there on my iPhone. It's a little bit strange. But um, lastly, let's see. The next thing we have here is choose your champion in fall, which you mentioned. So. Um, if you guys haven't done it before, you know, during the HTT events, or at least the major ones like the championships, you can choose just who you want, you know, th that you think is going to get the furthest and you get free packs from it. And so, it's this weekend, though. Is it already? No, it's next weekend. Next weekend, I believe. Yeah. It would be too, I think, too fast, right? This weekend. I think so. Yeah. I, I think it's next weekend. I need to double check. It should be here, right? No? Shoot. Okay. I'm going to have to. I think it's next weekend, but. Um, here we go. Let me see. I just opened this. <laughs> Let me figure it out while we, while we do it. But yeah, so I haven't selected my champion. I figured I'd do it like here <laughs> on air. It was, and I picked Tyler. 
Have you you picked Tyler? Okay. Almost cool. saying yes. Yeah. So it, it is next week, guys. It's it's next week. Um, I'm not going to jinx anything. So it's just between Say and Tyler for me. I mean, I, no offense to the other guys. I just don't know the. Oh, I, I know Cento, of course. But the other guys, I just don't know as well. Uh, but I man, it's friend. a tough choice, man. My brain's saying Saya, my heart's saying Tyler, though. So. And I have been like ridiculously wrong with with picking Pat. You know, my, my, my friendship chances. says Tyler. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm good friends with both, so <laughs> it's like. Sen is a bully. Sen is a bully. He's your teammate, dude. He's a bully. He's, like your, he's on your team. Oh my! He has to God. work for it. He has to work for it. He has to work for my oh, world. Man, I, I, I mean. <laughs> So if you're since you're going over Tyler, I, we gotta spread the love of Valuta. I'm going. They can Tyler. both win. I'm going saying. What are yeah. you talking about? They're both gonna make it. They're both. Yeah, sure, sure. But one one is gonna get an extra pack though. I'm trying to optimize, dude. I gotta get that extra pack when they get meet in the finals. You know, I'm, I'm picking. Sane is on a run, man. Like if Sane is not gonna win it, he's not just gonna make top four. He's gonna win it. <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> yeah. So it's all right, my brain pick here. You know, I usually pick my heart. So. I know. I hope that I hope this pans out the way I hope it does. I just, just assume. Just give me three packs. I've never gotten three packs. I've never okay. ever gotten three packs. So, man, it's. I'm hoping Saiyan can can bring me to the promised land. All right. <laughs> so uh, yeah. Anyways, HTT champions, you definitely uh, get ready for that. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, let's see. What else do we got here? Uh, we got Metapulse. Why don't we talk about Metapulse last? I, I feel like it's probably a good timing to talk about um, the EU versus China tournament. Um, so, man, this event. Did you watch any of this by chance? Yeah, did whenever I could. Yeah. Because, yeah, it is usually during my stream time. But yeah. I was ma mainly watching the commercials, I have to admit. It's so, <laughs> what? I didn't watch the, the Chinese, Chinese events have always so cool, funny commercials. Really? So I didn't even God, I didn't even pay attention to them whenever they were happening. Um, it's always so hilarious. I mean, I caught a lot of VODs, too. So I, I barely caught the live event itself. So I, I ended up watching the VODs. But, man, you know, that tournament... I mean, that tournament is done right. You know what I mean? Like... We need more of those tournaments. None of this subtle crap, you know what I mean? Like, go bold, big, man. Go bold. Like, let's go ESGN again. <laughs> like, you know, crazy, you know. I mean, maybe not that level, but you know what I mean. Like, let's just go nuts in terms of... of that like, was my, my biggest criticism about Blizzard when I did, like, interview. It's just that they don't allow, like, third-party organizers to host tournaments. It's just that China has, like, these different rules and connections to blizzard that's why we yeah. see so many chinese tournaments like the gold leagues and yeah there's so many china versus you there's like titan league there's so many events right right and this is after wca and wc ec disbanded kind of mm -hmm. we still have so many chinese events and those are the, like the only besides seed story cup and those are like the fun events to watch and i think hearthstone should go that direction like like you said many yeah, times. Yeah, just go it's overboard, like, man. Let's, yeah, let's, it's a fun game, yeah. fun environment. It's awesome. Awesome to watch. But yeah, I mean, at least have like some of them like this. You know, like, right now, I think the issue is, you know, every event just looks the same. It just feels the same, looks the same. It's like a tavern, <laughs> a tavern or, or some type of, you know, wooden looking thing, you know, with leather chairs and just whatever it is. And it, it all just kind of feels the same. And I, I think that, you know, with this, even the caster, you know, like the casters, 
one thing to mention is that Tice, you know, set up the English stream. So we had, you know, people like Dr. J and Gia and, 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 uh, who else? Nostum maybe I think was, was casting a little bit of it too. I, wait, was Nostum cast? So somebody else was casting it. And, um, you know, it was, it was okay. You know, it wasn't, it, it, it was definitely fine. Like in terms of the casting and, and just it not being, you know, like there and live and, and heavily produced. Um, but I don't know. I, I just, the, just the feeling of it all, like the feeling of the event, the, the prize is great. I mean, that's a huge part of an event. I think a lot of people underestimate the, the award ceremony and just like that whole element of it, like having it be the climax of a, an event. And I mean, the Aston Martin having Tice go into it, sitting and taking pictures of it. I mean, that's such a great ending, even though we know he's not taking the car. We all know that he's taking the money and not the car. But still, that, that's like an amazing marketing, you know, element. And, and it's just things that, that we need, you know, like, I feel like we just need to have that kind of energy in, in the hearts and space right now. I, but, I agree. Yeah. And, but, and, and the prices are super sweet. Apparently, Ties won like 160K. <laughs> God. Yeah. Which is like, like more than winning. Almost more than, well, not, not, not more than winning, but it's almost as much as like being a world champ. <laughs> like, it's crazy. Ties is on the way to, be, to make his first million. <laughs> Pretty sure he's close. Yeah, he should be, right? He got second at BlizzCon, right? Yeah, but that that BlizzCon was like worth nothing. <laughs> it wasn't worth as nearly as much, Did right? Did he get like hundred k or so at least? Was it? Was that a two fifty? Maybe it was two fifty at the time. The first one was a hundred, right? The, yeah, I mean, also his stream is not like small. No, no, forget forget the streaming side. We're talking about career earnings, right? Like like oh. prize prize winnings. Yeah, he's he up there. He, he's definitely at least he's probably five hundred k at least, right? Esportsearnings.com. So, yeah, exactly. No, but what was cool about Tice winning too is, you know, <laughs> the whole thing about good guys finish last, good guys win here because, good, you know, Tice was the one that set up the English stream in the first place and, you know, went out of his way just to, to allow, you know, folks over here to actually be able to, you know, understand some kind of, you know, just have some kind of commentary that we could all, uh, you know, understand and enjoy while watching the matches. So he kind of went all, you know, he went out of his way being a player and setting that up. And um, and then on top of that, he ended up winning. Which did you watch the matches, dude? Did you watch the semis and the finals? Um, Only a little bit, not uh, everything. Like it was mainly tracking scores and stuff. Okay, okay. Well, I, I I saw something crazy happening in in the very last game. I think the last two. I, I feel like um, Zhao Ti is who Tyson ended up playing in the finals, and I you know it, it was hard to. I mean, I'd have to like look at it a lot, a little bit more, and, and a lot longer. But um, there were, there was definitely the, the game before. He definitely missed the line. Didn't realize that there was a line with Alex Straza, right? That 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 Tice had Alex Straza and Lethal the following turn, and he could have prevented it. Which I don't know if that would have solidified a win, like almost like a high percent chance that that Zhaoti wins the match on that one. Um, but that was one play, and then the very end, right? Like. The, the the very end of that match, there was definitely a really big key play that that Zhao Ti, um, I feel like misplayed. Like I I feel like he had a chance to win. Um, it was uh, I think it was not going face. He traded right. I think he traded at one point when he could have gone face like in half a trade, and then he was one mm -hmm. damage off. Yeah, 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 exactly. So I think Zhao Ti could have won that. I, if if I'm looking back at it. 
multi, a couple times actually. I think two either of those plays um, because with the Alex Straza one, he could have hunters marked. Um, I think it was the five five and just removed you know basically removed it so that it wouldn't be lethal even with Alex Straza. So. Um, yeah, he still got into the finals with freaking Odd Hunter. That's true, dude. The Odd Hunter was that last matchup with Tempo Mage was so funny, dude. <laughs> it was completely hilarious because the casters are like, "Oh, hundred percent, like Tice has this right because he's got the was it Mana Worm Archaeologist." These, and... these people played Tempo Mage versus Odd Hunter. <laughs> For, for that thing that Tice is sitting on in this picture, this yeah. is unbelievable. Welcome to the I know. Dude, the, the hero power for the for the uh, Odd Hunter almost won the game for him. It was so funny. But um, Imagine you, you drive through the streets of this car and then someone asks you, asks you, how did you get this car? I was playing Face Hunter. <laughs> They're like, what Smart is that? Smart 10.5 Leaf, dude. <laughs> They'd probably high five him, man. That's that's the way it goes. <laughs> I don't know if I'd pick that color though, you know, for my Aston. But uh, come on, dude. It's a guy. You got to be You're very picky. I don't. What, what would you even call that color? I don't even know what color that is. Like, do you have any idea what color that is? That's not even jade, man. I mean, if you're gonna go jade, I mean, this that's is China, jade. right? You should go jade, right? Is that jade? That's jade column, right there. Yeah, that's jade jade martin yeah and that that's that should be the new meme jade martin so that, uh anyways congrats to tice for winning that that's like you know uh, again like amazing accomplishments for him i mean he hasn't he hasn't won a tournament in a long time like i don't even remember the last time tice won a tournament like when was that i don't remember the last time tice played a tournament <laughs> i mean yeah i mean he, he played only he's playing only playoffs right i think yeah pre prelims and yeah i mean he, he he's yeah, he's trying those... he's not it's not like he's not doing act he's just not going crazy traveling all the events and stuff like that so uh anyways good to see him win and uh yeah hopefully uh it just you know kudos to the folks that organized the eu versus china uh event and uh hopefully we can get na in there next time <laughs> it's not just eu we need it has there ever been an eu versus na versus china tournament it's always two of them right it's it's, yeah. it's always some combination of two China's I don't even know the schedule. Like, yeah. when is... Yeah, because every year there's NA versus China and EU versus China, right? Yeah. Or do they switch from year to year? Uh, I think they I think they switch. I think I think they... I don't know if it's year to year they switch, but they. I think they alternate just between NA and EU. Um, Interesting. Yeah. Okay, well, anyways, why don't we talk about the game a little bit? You know, we've been obviously talking about everything around the game. So it might be good to take a look, quick look at power rankings like we always do. Um, not too much change here. I mean, I think mostly that the mage went up. Uh, you know, Tempo Mage has been more popular lately. Maybe because of of Tice. <laughs> and how he was doing on stream, I don't know. But uh, the last day or so, it's it's definitely gone up. Um, and Warrior, come down a little bit. Again, it's not too, too much. I think the biggest mover was Priest dropped. Like almost uh, well over over a percent um, to to forty you know five ish area where it was like a forty seven percent last week so um, you know people I guess not playing that big priest anymore you know getting getting tired and, of that and temp tempo match going up is definitely bad for priest because it's countering priest hard yeah that's true he uh, can still win sometimes but yeah it's it's not easy sometimes that means it counts basically if you get malagus and then you can you can spirit lash that's like the only, that's the only way get, you win how do you get malagus when you're dead 
Well, yeah. Like you die turn <laughs> six, and this is where you can get Marigos. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. Well, yeah, I can usually survive past turn six. All right. <laughs> like I, but you know, when it gets uh, up up there, it's it's, it's definitely a, a lot tougher. I mean, I'm doing silly things, you know, like eternal servituding, like two two three drops, you know, doing stupid things just to just to try to offload some damage. But uh, but it is a pretty rough matchup. Class popularity, which is just basically add hunter and rogue switch places, pretty much nothing. Um, you know, again, this is just a product of it just being very stagnant. You know, and things aren't just aren't moving. Uh, you can still have plenty of fun. You know, with the decks if you haven't played them all. There's still like 25 viable decks. So hopefully, you haven't played them all. You can still play. You know, play it differently. But the meta is just not moving very much. You know, the meta's pretty. You know, pretty pretty uh, pretty much solidified for the most part. Um, so. We're, kind of waiting and again you know that's kind of why we need some change here here's some decks to maybe check out that are uh good right now let me move these off and um yeah these this is these are always a little bit more interesting just to see so even shaman actually most of the week we saw even shaman at least if you, if you go to the meta page right now you'll see that even shaman's been you know on top pretty much the last week solid sometimes by itself sometimes you know with with a, a couple other decks so um in terms of today at least it's kind of you know dropped down a tiny bit compared to some of these other mildred still good it's been always good we just talked about tempo mage quest rogue you know like it's no difference death rattle hunter so what do you wow like death death rattle hunter why is that good right now <laughs> what, what's Some it? People finishes i think it's how the whole rotation it's like people played mainly secret hunter and yeah. then you mm -hmm. go back to counter it because yeah. there's like a lot of odd rocks there's a lot of tempo mages and then we are back to Tempfriddle Hunter beating Druids and beating Bark Odd Warriors. It's just like, but it's then like mm -hmm. in, in one or two weeks, probably next week, Tempfriddle Hunter will be bad because people play Secret Hunter again and yeah, just counters to just, it. And just the same cycle. Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, so I mean, check out any. I mean, it was one of the best decks, right? Like two weeks ago, three weeks ago. Which one? Death Row Hunter or Death Secret? Definitely. Yeah, I mean, Death Row has always been right, right in that high two, you know, tier two, and then, like you said, when it's the right moment in the cycle, it goes up to tier one. I think it's it because Druid is also so popular, mainly because of that. Mm -hmm. Like as soon as Druid gets a little bit too popular, then people come back with the Death Row Hunter. Yeah, I mean, you know, like Tiago earlier posted one, like literally add a day to this, add October first instead of October second. If you add a day of it, then like Taunt Druid is like the top thing. <laughs> so it's kind of crazy just how, how different it can be, just even adding one day to the to the meta and, and taking a look at what the win rates are. But um And but none yeah. of these decks are like fun to play against, except maybe even Shaman. I mean, what do you mean? Like to play against them. It's just never fun, no matter what deck you play, I feel like. No, I mean it's a fun playing tempo mage if you're like Ivaku you Warrior. Know, you know, if you're actually Yes, if you're super hard <laughs> Yeah, if you super hard counter it. But yeah, these are typically the tempo decks are super solid. So yeah, if you if you're not countering it then it's it you're likely gonna be at a disadvantage. Uh the Death Rattle Hunter I don't think is I mean, it can be frustrating, but it, i don't know. I, I feel like it's got definitely got pockets where where it can lose. Um or at least the number of decks that, that beat it, but uh, but I agree with definitely Mildred and, and Quest Rogue. We've we've definitely talked a lot about those decks in the past. Um, 
So yeah, anyways, go check that out or go to hsreplay.net. Go check out the uh, you know meta tab. See see just you know what's the best deck to play at your rank and region and and uh, just snag one of those decks there because you'll be uh, definitely killing it if you if you start playing that. Um, all right, we're cruising, man. We are definitely cruising. But um, at this point, I definitely want to uh, let folks know, like I did earlier, that this episode is actually sponsored by Magic the Gathering Arena, guys. If you haven't seen all the streamers already playing it, uh, and obviously the, the beta is out right now. So definitely go check it out, mtgarena.com. And, um, you know, if you like Hearthstone, you're, you're going to like Magic the Gathering too. And, you know, I've, I never played the original, you know, I've never played Magic the Gathering, like the card game itself. And, you know, I was going to try Magic the Gathering online when it was out way before, but I don't know. There's just something about it that looked like it just didn't look very good. So I, I never really got a chance to get into it. So Magic the Gathering Arena is really my first endeavor into Magic, like, you know, really learning the game. And um, it's been really fun, you know, I have to say. I, I feel like this, you know, this version of a, a digital, you know, um, uh, Magic you know, MTG, uh, is I think the, obviously the best one I, I've seen and, and the feelings of it. I don't know if you've played it Gar, at all. I, I, have you played the beta at all? I really want to play it and I'm, okay. I, I already downloaded it Yeah. and I made an account and I will probably stream it tomorrow. Yeah. And the, I always wanted to play magic, but I, I oh, never you haven't either. Oh, you haven't played magic either. I didn't know that. No, oh, wow. but, but I couldn't afford it. That's what's yeah, the only I, reason. Exactly. Exactly. I know. I know your pain for sure. Like there was at one point as my friends were trying to get me into it and I was like, okay, I'll take a look at it. And then I looked and it's just like, damn, dude, that's like a lot of money. You got to sink into it, man. I, I remember day nine telling me at one point when he was, it was like a few years ago that he, he would save like a thousand bucks a week just to like feed his, his magic like budget or something. I was like, what the hell? Are you serious? That's like ridiculous amount of money. And, um, yeah. So anyways, that, that really, you know, kept me from getting into it before, but now, you know, with MTG arena, there's gold, like Hearthstone. A lot of stuff is very tailored, like Hearthstone. There's quests that get you gold. You can buy packs with it. Um, and, um, I, you know, just the feelings of it, like the tutorial and everything, just getting into it, like me being a complete noob, uh, it's been really good. You know, I think the feelings of, of the, the game is, or the, the actual mechanic of the game actually feel really good. Uh, the hitting of the face, you know, with the cards and things like that. And, um, you know, if you've never played magic and you've been like an organic Hearthstone player, like myself, like our first time, just first card game Hearthstone, then like the elements of it you know, which you, you see some of it in Artifact too, is like very different. You know, the, the interaction between the players is so different and, um, you know, makes you just makes you think about, you know, a card game in a different way. Uh, not necessarily, you know, better or worse, but just definitely a different way. And it's been refreshing to see that. And then dude, the, the draft mode and the sealed mode. Oh man, those are, those are, are, are really, really fun. Like uh, I have to say, um, uh, so, uh, the draft mode, the sealed mode, I just, you know, haven't really gotten to do too much there, but the draft mode definitely has been great. And, you know, I've watched some other folks play it too, and it's been cool. I, right now I don't have any card. I literally lost like three times in a row. Like my first three ladder games have been all losses like in a row. So like, I, I don't have, um, uh, any cards, you know, like I, I've only opened like about two, 
three packs. So I don't, I don't, I don't even know what's possible. So I'm in that mode where I'm just kind of trying things out. And I have to admit, dude, I, I kind of like it. <laughs> I like just being able to, you know, it's okay. To, I don't really care about losing or not. It's just like trying to, you know, get a feel for it. I mulliganed like five times the very first time I played. <laughs> I'm like, oh, wait, I lose a card every time I mulligan. What the hell? You know, just doing dumb shit like that. But uh, it's it's really fun, though. It's definitely a lot of fun. And, again, you can guys download it for free, mtgarena.com, and, uh, yeah, try it out. Long-time uh, Magic player, I think you guys will be really happy, you know, once you guys uh, get a chance to play it and, and um, experience it. So, uh, yeah, big shout-out to them. And, um, you know, I'm sure a lot of streamers that you watch normally have been playing it. So uh, not a surprise, probably. Uh, but, um, okay, well, uh, let's see. What are we talking about next here? Um, God, we just flew through this. We didn't have that that much to talk about. I might have a lot of time for like questions today, but um, why don't we go into like maybe one of the questions that um, uh, pretty good, pretty juicy one. Jason R actually had a question, which was okay. So, what are your thoughts on tides and delay? You know that the the kind of conversation they had on Twitter like about a week ago. He thought we were going to talk about last week, but we never talked about it. But um, just generally, yeah, yeah, it was just generally the whole, you know, I think Ty just made a bold statement about people playing together online and, you know, just oh. cheating and the whole, you know, and, and, you know, things like deck tracker came up and, and things like that. So, you know, obviously a kind of a touchy subject to, to some degree, but I, I think it's worth talking about, you know, I, I think that, um, you know, at least getting our opinions on it. So what's your, what's your take on all that? Like, What's your take on on uh, a very strong statement like that from Tides? I I mean I always had a problem with it because I always played ladder myself. Maybe because you know that put me in a disadvantage because I didn't play together like other people. For me, like a card game is always was always like a one v one game, and I know as a fact that most ladder finishers don't play alone. Like the majority. Yeah. It's not like the minority, the majority of people do that. Yeah. So almost all the top twi consistent top 20 legend ladder finishers are playing together in a group and boost each other. And that's pretty lame <laughs> if you're a competitor and you're alone. And yeah, the, the, another issue is like that the most points for preliminaries you get through ladder. So that's the majority of points. And since it's so tight and it's so competitive, so many people like playing together and taking mm -hmm. up most of the spots. It's just, it feels unfair for sure. Uh, I mean, it is basically sportsmanships in a way. It is not illegal because it's like clever abuse of game mechanics. You can spectate someone. You can't forbid someone to to spectate you, right? Or yeah. being with you at a Discord exactly, call. Exactly, right. And then talk with you while playing the game <laughs> it's like yeah but yeah they're just you know playing together and boosting each other yeah it's like you it's like you queue a ladder game and you face 15 pro players <laughs> yeah in one yeah, game yeah that's I mean, just not cool but it's, and, it's even blatant when it's like streamed too you know and, 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 and it's like you know what's also yeah. crazy yeah. there's a lot of people that that get high legend finishes that are uh, notorious stream snipers they just they don't even they don't tend to uh, stream snipe the big streamers to get a bad reputation they go down uh, to the streamers that try to make a name for themselves that have like 100 viewers 50 viewers really? but they're still high yes wow. it's, it's okay. super uh, many people do that many that's like very very common 
And it's just, man, like the people that finish, are they really like the best players? Because a majority of people are doing that, like they either play yeah. together and there's like a bunch of stream snipers. If you think about it, like your top 50 legend, and because so many people camp, especially at the end of the season, if you stream snipe three times with, and you know, the problem is really the, the, the polarization of matchups. If you see someone stream Baku Warrior on High Legend, you stream snipe him with Quest Rogue or with, with Shadowbox Shaman, you know, it's yeah. just worth it. If he gets three wins on top 50 legends, suddenly he's top 10 legend and he can camp top 20. Yeah. It's a huge difference. So it's very tempting for people to do it. I don't know. That well, not it's, it's the risk of of streaming you know it is it is one of the downsides of streaming without a delay right or or just not switching and i mean it it comes with the territory at least with with stream sniping in my opinion but to but your i think you go i think it's because of the um, the game state right if the, if matchups wouldn't be so polarized and we wouldn't have so many of oh, those polarized matchups yeah. i don't think that would be well you could overcome it right you could overcome a yeah, slight disadvantage exactly. yeah but you could just outplay them or whatever yeah but, but, uh, but again, regardless, it's been that's been there forever. You know, it's like stream at your own risk. It's it's just you know you're gonna have to deal with that no matter what. Um, but in terms so of, what? I don't care. Like the stream sniping is like their own risk, right? A lot of the streamers are yeah. having like a delay at the end, of, but it's more like the playing together factor. Yeah, playing together uh, is a whole different story, and. I think the playing together part, I mean, a lot of people make arguments, you know, there's, there's co-op streams that are entertaining, you know, and people playing together and, and, and that social element of it. Um, but I, I think you hit the nail on the head, which is because it has to do with the competitive, uh, just the HTT side of things. And, you know, the fact that it's not being policed, um, I, and there's nobody that's not going to say that playing as a group is not, you know, is not like unfair or just a form of, I don't want to say cheating because cheating is such a, like a strong word, but it's definitely you know putting the somebody at a disadvantage. Then you know there, there's going to be very few people that disagree with that. Um, but the fact that we they can't police it is the main reason why it's allowed. You know, like they, it's just too hard to 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 track and 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 uh, police. So having the ladder be such a big part of AGT, I think, is really the you know I would say the fundamental like a, a, a the real thing to talk about. You know, because, you know, having people qualify, you know, in this kind of manner, you know, is I think where it gets to be a little bit, um, you know, controversial, you know, in terms of, of, you know, having that happen and allowing it to happen. Because, like, the fact that everybody can do it isn't good enough, you know, like, because everybody doesn't do it. Not everybody has this, like, network of people that they can, you know, just play together with or whatnot. And and uh, so, yeah, I mean, I, I think that the question of like, what can they do, you know, is, is like probably a better question, you know, to like help with this situation. And, um, you know, I, I think that's, I think that's tough. Like, what can they possibly do? I mean, it doesn't matter if it's like ladder or if it's, it's like a tournament mode thing or, I mean, like, what do they do? That's, that's not even like the worst of it. Like, you can actually even buy boosting services for high legend finishes. And I know a lot of like known <laughs> players that did that. God. Okay. Really? And I don't want to be the one to exposing anyone, but I know that it's like a thing that people do. And just knowing all these kind of things, just demotivates you to, to yeah, but boosting services. I mean, if they're services, I mean, wouldn't you be able to figure out where they are and, and wouldn't blizzard be able to track that down and, 
You know, like I don't know why they don't do anything. <laughs> it's like okay, well, I wasn't aware that this this kind of, kind of this stuff was going on, but if, if that is going on, then obviously you know Blizzard should be on top of it a bit more. I, I feel like Blizzard is not doing so much in the <laughs> in the organized scene as much. Like yes, they're doing these HCT tour stops, but if you have been to any of these HCT tour stops, they're yeah. usually not very well organized, and. I don't know. I feel like they put in a minimum amount of efforts in this whole competitive Hearthstone meta. You can see with the ladder changes, the balance changes, we, we oh. barely get any. And well, we get big ones at the beginning of the year. That's, I mean, they change it once a year, right? So that the whole year is consistent. So I think <laughs> it's unfair. It's unfair to say that they haven't made changes. I mean, they they are trying to make changes just whether the changes are good or not i guess is is debatable uh but they do make changes you know like this year is way different than last year like in terms of you know how the points are distributed yeah. and, and teams and this whole you know tier system um but yeah I, but i think the you know the fund like fundamental things that are still just kind of like ongoing you know we still haven't addressed you know so that, that's i think that that part is um you know, it's tricky. It's like super tricky. You know, like back in the day, right? Any any type of competitive um, competitive game, you know, whether it was like at the time StarCraft as an example, StarCraft Two. You know, there were these people that would be accused of of botting, right, or or math hacking. You know, like people would use math hacks, and and the only way you could catch somebody would, you know, somebody would have to do some crazy analysis of the replays to see if they're like flipping to like specific spots on the map for no reason, you know, and then they, people would be outed that way. And, um, you know, there was that that was one way that people could catch them. But for the most part, you know, in, in StarCraft 2, you had to prove that you were really a good player at a LAN. Like your online play was always just kind of like interpreted as as only, you know, 50 percent of that, that you're actually a good player. If you went to a LAN and succeeded, then that would solidify you, you know, like 100 percent. OK, yeah, this guy's legit. You know, he's he's definitely good. But we had a number of StarCraft II players that would kick ass on online and they'd get to land and they would suck balls like really, really bad. And then we could, you know, definitely point out who were, you know, the folks that were doing that. I don't know. I don't know if Hearthstone has to be something like that too. I mean, but, but again, you know, if you're qualifying I mean, for prelims, you see, it's most it's of tough. these people that qualify to, for prelims that way, mm -hmm. not ever making it. Yeah. But they yeah. Can always go to prelims. But they just take like spots from other people. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's a good point. Yeah. So, anyways, that's it is what it is. Yeah, it it kind of unfortunately, it, yeah, exactly. It's just kind of like that's that's really the current environment, and you know, I I don't know what to I don't know how to uh, like really what to advise people to do, but that's just that is how it is, and you know, choose what you want to do, you know. Um, let's see. The next the uh, next question we have is from Ahmed. He says, "I'm restricted to my phone to play Hearthstone for a week." So uh, to prepare, I build Odd Rogue, Odd Pally, and Zoo, which are all aggro decks. Uh, what would you recommend as mobile decks? That's actually an interesting question. I've never thought about that before in terms of... Because I just play whatever decks I, I have on PC on my, my, my phone normally. But I can see why there would be specific decks that are more conducive to mobile devices and playing you know, that in, in that fashion. Um... So yeah, I mean, I guess uh, let's think about that. What kind of decks would be better, you know, is better suited for the tablet experience, you know, of dragging stuff and 
and you know maybe less real estate i mean it's actually easy it's always like faster decks because uh hearthstone drains a lot of battery and if you play like <laughs> control warrior it yeah. will like after three games your battery will be empty also like you have to consider where you're playing from right if you're like playing while waiting for the bus and you start an odd warrior game i'm pretty sure you're not gonna finish your game yeah but bus. i mean okay sure uh, i mean so i wasn't really thinking about in terms of time wise more so yeah, yeah but just the, like it's realistic, form factor though. yeah it's not realistic that, uh, like that you're gonna sit on your bed next to your computer playing hearthstone just to make it more <laughs> difficult for yourself <laughs> I agree. Like, I, of I think course, it's somewhere like in the gym or like while traveling or whatever. Yeah, like if, you, if, you, if you're like you know running on the treadmill or you're like riding a bike or whatever, like which one? What, what deck do you want to? So the, you're basically saying you should play aggro decks just I because know. they're faster games. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, so from a time standpoint, I totally agree. I think that's actually you know very good logic. And I mean, uh, I speak from my own experience because yeah. I played. Hearthstone on my in the in the gym on, and on the treadmill all, many times as well, and it's just like I I start playing like an, uh, um, a control warrior mirror. It's just it takes Brutal. too long. <laughs> <laughs> it takes too long, and it, I mean ten miles. <laughs> the, I mean the the battery drain is the same, right? It it, it doesn't matter how many games you play. Yeah, it's but just, then it's, it's usually sick. if you play from the phone, it's like you want to play a few games. You don't want to yeah. like play for six hours straight. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I think he's built the right decks. And another thing, too, is just like it, it just takes longer to drag. You know, I don't know if, if you guys have experienced it, but man, the first time you drag and you actually hit a minion instead of the face and it costs you a game, you are like super careful. <laughs> like from there on out, you're like, you're going around all the cards to hit his face. Like if you watch anybody that plays on, on, on mobile these days, especially like streamers, they'll go all the way around, you know, and, and hit the face. And that just takes longer. You know what I mean? So that, that just means you have even less time to, to really figure out what your, your players are going to be. So, uh, you know, APM freeze. I said APM freeze. That would be the complete opposite, of course, of what you should be building for mobile. Uh, but yeah, so that that's faster decks definitely the better. Uh, that's that's a cool question though. I never really asked it. You know, when when Hearthstone first came out, I th I thought that the tablet um, experience was the most natural for the game. Like it felt like it. it, it I don't know. It just it, it kind of felt like it kind of a you know, you're kind of dragging cards, you know, so I kind of felt that way. But, you know, I think over time, I, I, I definitely uh, have changed my mind on that. <laughs> you know, PZ is still the best uh, experience. Okay, any other questions, guys? Like, definitely ask away in Twitch chat or, or you can tweet at us, ValuetownGG at, uh, yeah, just this at ValuetownGG. But in the meantime, I want to thank some of our supporters, as always, the um, patrons, at a value town or patreon.com slash value town you can make a pledge uh you know it helps us with doing the show each and every week and we've had a lot of people you know support us for a while and just always want to spend some time thank these folks so mike t our legendary producer um and radan bryce l old rip man riv johnson c vince f alex f michael o graham s two comma kid Risa, Michael S, Bradley M, Junipi, I think is how you pronounce it, and Mario P, Kevin G. So thanks so much, guys, and just that's just to name a few. You know, just uh, 
Uh, if you guys are worried about us not calling out your name, we will definitely get to it. You know, if it's not next week, it's the week after. We we definitely got a number of supporters, so really appreciate you guys. Um, okay, so the box one asks, do you think Ixar will take the feedback he asked for seriously? Do you expect changes prior to next expansion? Uh, so which feedback? <laughs> you mean the wild feedback? I mean, they asked for wild feedback, right? Did they ask us for any other feedback? I'm not even... Like, did they ask for any other feedback outside of wild? I think it was like a general term, but... I think it was most Blavad specific, if you remember yeah, correctly. Yeah, I mean, they outright asked us yeah. what yeah. we think we should do with Wild because they, they disagreed internally. So, But I, I always feel like the community is giving way too much feedback all the time. It's like, it's so weird asking for feedback when people are giving, like when, whenever you go to Reddit, there's so many posts all the time, especially in competitive Farstone subreddit. It's like it's 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 kind of like a slap in the face. It's like people give feedback for years, all the time, because that's all they feel like they can do. And then if Blizzard comes out and be like, "Yeah, how about you guys give us some feedback?" But the people are doing that. Like I can see it everywhere. Yeah, I don't know. It's like, I mean, it's there, but it's hard to actually sift through all of it. So I I definitely. I, I don't don't envy the person that has to go through Reddit every single day on their team and figure out what to do back. But uh, people talk about it on streams. There's so much YouTube content, so many oh, YouTube oh, videos. Yeah. Oh, I so the content is there. Uh, it's the like saying, well, "Guys, give us some competitive Hearthstone feedback, like balance changes." Well, I think what the box one was at, uh, was meaning he kind of clarified there is like Zelay's video. Remember we talked about Zelay's video and how he just kind of you know went step-by-step step through, you know, each of the things that are happening. Um, yeah, I mean, I think they're going to take, I mean, they're going to definitely listen to the feedback and take it into consideration. But, you know, I think that um, the question is whether it's too late. Like, we, as much as we do know, as much, as tra much transparency as they have given us with their process, I still don't think we have, like, 100% understanding of their, their actual release process. Like, if they wanted to change something, can they change something like, you know, uh, without having to plan it weeks in advance, you know, like if they wanted to change something right now, could it be changed, as, you know, before BlizzCon? Like I, I don't, I don't know if it can. You know, it's, it's hard for me to to say. So, uh, but do I think that anything's going to change? I personally, outside of maybe Wild or something like that, I don't think anything is going to change. And you mentioned there's yeah. no changes till expansion. Oof. Yeah, yeah. Or I mean, they didn't say specifically there'd be none. But they said that there was nothing that they were considering, at least, which I think we, we can interpret it as as that. <laughs> so um, yeah, so I don't I don't think it's going to change. You know, like I'm, I'm that's why I'm kind of just hoping that something big's announced uh, at at uh, BlizzCon, so at least we can talk about it for another month. You know what I mean? <laughs> because right now, you know, we've we've got another four weeks of or three and a half weeks of uh, a lot of the same thing going on right now. So. Um, yeah, I mean, they listen to feedback. I don't know if they'll be able to change it though in time, you know, at least this time around. Uh, do you think there will be tournament mode in 2020 by Karo Mitsu? Uh, <laughs> I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say that there will be a tournament mode by 2020. This reminds me of the Frozen quote in 2020. Houston will be great, a great game. Yeah, I remember. Oh, that yes. Quote. 
Um, he said that like in 2016 or something. No, no, he said that like last year. Yeah, he said that last year. Yeah, he said that last year. He said that I think during the whole Gwen thing, right? Like when when life coach is leaving and wasn't oh. that was that last year or is that 2016? But life coach left like longer than one year. Is that two sixteen? God, I don't know, man. I'm like yeah, two years. Yeah, maybe it was like a year and a half, two years ago. But no, I remember that. I mean, I mean, it isn't the game is better. I mean, it definitely is better. It's just you know, I I think that for the first time we we are seeing significant competitors coming uh, like into the space and you know we haven't seen that before like we we definitely have you know we've seen gwent's come along we've seen you know magic online come along you know i guess maybe Yu-Gi-Oh and i mean to a degree but we we've never seen anything that that really you know threatened the market share of, of, of hearthstone and, and i think um you know but i think artifact and in magic the gathering arena uh, present that challenge at the same time too it's not even one at a time they're actually coming out for, uh, for the most part at the same time and you know we'll have to see how how hearthstone responds to that or you know how team five responds to that or how how um you know everything's just kind of like like how the smoke kind of uh settles a bit you know hearthstone's the incumbent right so it's the hardest it's hardest to actually take you know, take users away, you know, from something that people already enjoy playing. And, and a lot of people still enjoy playing it, no matter how many people complain about it, or even we complain about, it, you know, like, like on the show, just uh, about just the lack of change. I mean, the game's still fun for every, you know, like 98%, 99% of the people that play it. So, um, you know, I, I think that, you know, we'll, we'll have to see, you know, some of these games like Artifact, just throwing it out, everybody like talking about Artifact and loving it. It's going to be expensive, you know, it's it's not going to be friendly to, to to casual players from that standpoint. So, you know, what are they going to do about that? You know, like we're we're going to have to see what happens there. Magic's a little different. Magic's you know has that whole free to play aspect to it. You know, you can just earn gold and you can buy packs that way. But but yeah, so um, you know, I think that once once that beta comes out, it'll be really interesting. But you know, we've seen Savits stop playing now, right? Like. So he's like outright just stop playing Hearthstone. Yeah, he like officially not even waiting. He's just officially stopping and playing Hearthstone indefinitely. So that's that's a major streamer that's just said you know that he, he's not playing it anymore. And you know I, I think that his case is kind of like you know you talking about it a little bit, which is you know he's exhausted everything that he can possibly do with with just what's available in, in the game at this moment. You know, I mean, outside of playing arena, I mean, he probably could play arena to the, you know, the, the, the crypt levels, you know, and the Hafu levels maybe, you know, and cause he obviously isn't that good, you know, at, at arena yet or whatnot, but in terms of standard, he, he just feels like he's exhausted or everything. And we're talking about Savits who plays like all kinds of deck. I mean, he literally plays every crazy deck you can possibly do, you know, like, you know, streamer, like sky's toast level, you know, type of, type of decks, you know, but, um, yeah, so he's he kind of feels like he's exhausted. So that's, you know, that's kind of why we just need some change, you know, just to even add, add that, that ability to to uh, you know keep folks going. Uh, oh, box wine, thanks, man, appreciate that. Um, any other questions here? Oh, I think we have one up here. So, Paul Chuck, um, any chance you guys could discuss Hypnos or Panchulk? Discuss Hypnos, even Paladin deck that he played in HTT Oslo last weekend. He made it to top four and had good results with the deck in particular. Is it ladder viable? Okay, so let me bring this up. Yeah, I'll link it to you, dude. Um, let me bring this up. 
I didn't... It must be really different, man, if you're... Okay, oh, wow. Okay, this is pretty different. Oh, sorry. Can we get that off the screen? There we go. All right, so we've got... Oh, man. Okay, we've got Argent Protectors. we got, okay, Crystal Smith Kangor. Okay. Oh, wow. All right, this, this, there's a lot of stuff in this. Mm-hmm. Um... This is probably why I saw it on HS Replay as well. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I to be honest, it's hard to judge until you play it, you know? I think like, it's pretty good. Talk it's about okay. the things that you think are, like, any plays no, you, you can kind I of see. I play a lot or... of Even Paladin. I also played Even Paladin today. It's just that Even Paladin is very interesting because it can deal with decks like Even Warlock, which is a very popular deck right now because, mm -hmm. like, People like show stream it a lot, and a lot of people went high legend with it. Yeah, it's like an aggressive deck, but it can deal with big threats better than other aggressive decks. I feel like. Well, it's got the pyro in here too. Yeah, you have pyro so, quality. Yeah, uh, true silvers. Yeah. You have like the sun keepers, but you have also healing, and you have the oozes to contest like um, Odrox. It's just interesting. Mm -hmm. It's like very bad against like eggs and and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, anything but tricky. Yeah, it's an okay deck, I think. Yeah, it doesn't seem doesn't look to me to be crazy strong. Just mostly it's because okay. it it just doesn't have like, like it doesn't have a huge play. Yeah, I mean, it's not that much worse to even shaman. Yeah, mm. I mean the big plays are still at six, right? Like these two plays seem to be huge. Uh, True Silver and Glass Knight have some synergy together. Uh, you know, Chill Blade. I guess if you're going against you know some like like tempo, tempo mage or something, you know, Chill Blade with like a blessing of kings and gets you some healing immediately. You know, Corpse Taker is obviously a solid play. Just just naked on four. But yeah, th there's just you know, all, all the great decks these days have giant plays. You know, like they're amazing synergy combos whether it's for value or it's just for for you know crazy tempo they all have those type of plays and this one doesn't i mean even just like tarim you know there's no way to build a deck super fast outside of like chain gang and you know i guess your hero power can like you know it's cheaper but uh yeah i don't know it's uh you know I, it looks like a at least a a, a you know mid-tier deck though it doesn't look bad for sure but he got to the top four with this. Wow. That's crazy. It just shows you, right? It just shows you you can play different things. Yeah. yeah. Who, what, won, who won the slow? Uh, I'm not saying it didn't win. That's a good question. Let me see. Uh, that, that is definitely one tournament we, we didn't have on the, uh, the the talking points today. Just yeah, because it happened kind of at the same time as John yeah. versus you, and it was just huge yeah let me see well well surprise surprise that the the site doesn't have any brackets on it yeah that's it's just so... i know i have to look on wikipedia like liquipedia okay it looks like oh saiyan finished second yeah i mean didn't win but he finished second damn yeah, that's what i said <laughs> damn it's like <laughs> it's like a one thousand dollar difference too in, in a prize pool but it looks like Zoo Hex ended up winning from Spain. 
So, yeah, congrats to him. Who else was in here? Oh, Hoi, Hoi made it to top eight. It's a Hide, too. Pretty cool. Um, okay. Kill well, the same, by the way. Who? Hoi. Hoi? Yeah. Well, I haven't seen Hoi too much this year, but, you know, last year he had a crazy good year. So this year, a little bit less success, but, you know, I think we all know that Hoi is a really good player. Uh, okay, any... What, what was that? It's just too many competitive players. Like, too many good players. It's like not all of them can win. Well, not all of them can win, but, you know, it's really eye-opening when we literally see Saiyan in, you know, top four, like, every oh, yeah, single week. I mean, that's saying something, you know, for sure. That's saying Saiyan. It's just saying, man. I'm just saying. <laughs> that's such a great name, dude. You, you There's so many different puns you can do off of his, his name. It's so good. So smart, man. Uh, okay, any other questions, guys? Let's see. Uh, what what would you guys like to... Samson Live asked, what would you guys like to see changed in Wild that you you would play it? Uh, whoa. Uh, what would I like to see in Wild that I, I would like to play? The World Championship. How about the World Championship? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely not. That. Uh, oh, such a hero. <laughs> I don't, no. To be honest, like I don't even know. Like, um, I'm not even sure what I'm looking for in Wild. You know, like I just kind of think of Wild. But if Wild would be fun, I don't know how much fun Wild is. I mean, for me, I just think of Wild like it's like when a new expansion comes out or when a new year comes out. You know, like the first time you play Wild, it's like that. It's like everything's new, but then everything gets figured out. Just like eventually, just like the dozen standard. It's just there's more cards, so. Yeah, you know, it's probably even more stagnant because those cards never change. You know, like you're always added. It's more additive. Like the the set's always additive. It's never you know you never remove anything or anything like that. So um, yeah, I mean, I I to be honest, I don't know you can do anything with wild. You know, <laughs> like it. I think if wild should just be like quick play. You know, in other games, just just have it be. You know, just play it real quick and you know just have all your cards. You know, be be able to play it and and. So be it. Well, you know, Wild kind of allows you to play other formats too, right? Like Lord of the Arena stuff, you know, outside of having more than two. And you still have the, the restrictions of that. But at least you can play every other card, you know, every card, you know, and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I think that's the main thing. I mean, if you want to add formats, you should add like, you know, you should add sealed, you know, like you should add things like that. You know, I think those are some formats that they, they could think about, about adding to, to the game, you know, and have it be be a bit different you know sealed's kind of lost its momentum you know since the red bull seal tournament like what do you think about sealed right now there was a time where all the all you all the players were playing you know money matches you know cash matches mm -hmm. with sealed right but does that i said happen? like houston should go towards that direction you know more fun formats are, are people are, like, are people playing sealed like like also like the whole Temple Storm, uh, what was it called? Challenge Stone. No, it was the Red Bull thing, right? Yeah, you, but are, they also you, did like. Oh yeah, this. yeah, yeah. That that was um, the Challenge Stone was was Crip and Rania's thing, right? Yeah, that was mm -hmm. that was cool. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I think that's what we need in Hearthstone, like just fun, fun events, fun uh, formats, fun formats. Yeah, fun stuff. Just you know, 
I don't know, like legendaries, only minions and whatnot. I don't know. It's random formats, like people you want to watch. Then, yeah. Yeah. Like, or like Seed Story Cup, you know? So it's Seed Story Cup is also super entertaining. Like, you yeah. can still have like a competitive format, but, you know, just make everything around it fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's because also it's not that super serious as a game. It's not like StarCraft. And, <laughs> you know, it's like they should just make it more fun. It's like, man, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, general sentiments, I agree with you. Yeah, there, there's a lot of there's a lot of room, you know, there, there's a lot of room for trying all kinds of different things. And, you know, we've seen a little bit of it, you know, like like uh, Tempest Storm did the whole history of, you know, um, Hearthstone tournament thing, right, where that you could play in a different expansion or something like you know you could you build decks in the different expansions and we've seen um God, i mean what's, what's another example i don't even has there been anything else <laughs> recently uh maybe not maybe the sealed thing is like the last time i mean the, the biggest difference that we'll get is last man standing versus conquest right that's like the only difference that we see and yeah we should really try something else you know, we've talked about different like RDUs on here, right? Like we we definitely talked about, uh, you know, different formats and having having a whirl at some of them. Yeah, like, the the RDU format. What was it called? Um, uh, cool. Was it cool? No, it's not. It cool. was a different. <laughs> it's not called cool. No way. No cool. Like uh, you have like this veto. Uh, it, it's it's a one word thing. It's called. Yeah. Oh, somebody in the chat knows. Like, what what's it called, guys? What was RDU's uh, for game, the format called? Strike. 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 Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah, Strike. That so, was a good format. Yeah, I mean, I think it's something but, that's... But right now, the tournaments uh, format, like Conquest or LHS are not bad right now. Like, Hearthstone is good for tournament play right now. It's just horrible for other play. Yeah. So here's a question for you. You think you think streamers would play in, in old-school third-party invitational tournaments again? Do you think they would? Question. Do you think they would? Like, would you? I I I would still go to Seed Story Cup. Yes. Well, no. If if like, I okay, yeah, let's put it this way. For me to imagine if, an imaginary. If I put if I let's put it this way. If I dusted, I would have went to US China as well. Yeah. If I dusted off deck deck wars, and we did we we did that sort of type of thing again, would streamers do that again? If the prize pool is obviously, you know, enough, you know, it's it's not like nothing uh, like it used to be, you know. It's hard to say because like we don't have it. It's like ten thousand dollar tournament. Let's say nine nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine dollar tournament. Yeah, probably. But yeah. you know, it wouldn't be consistent. And then then once that is over, we would be back in the same spot, right? And then people would still think, like, yeah, but yeah. it's kind of like Batstone, right? Batstone happened, everybody loved yeah. it, and then yeah. you know months yeah. go by, and then another thing, right? Like yeah. it'd be similar, you know, just similar to that. Like, would streamers do that? That's really the question. I guess if they if they could still stream it, they would probably be okay, right? Or I don't know. Like I'm trying to I'm trying to think like would they even do it? Like I think, yeah, maybe not people like Crip, but others. Sure. Yeah, yeah because yeah, everything is more fun than leather. Of course they would. Right. It's just I think so. Like I mean, the, the biggest 
thing is leather, right? Leather kind of sucks. It's super boring. Right, right. That's, I think, the biggest issue with Hearthstone. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I again, I, I still yeah, think that there's, it's a possibility. It's, I was it's also really, thinking yeah, that yeah. because the WECG qualifier happened, mm-hmm. uh, the Canada uh, qualifier happened, and I think Impact qualified. That is something like I looked at it at the website and I'm like, yeah, that's something I would do. I was kind of like excited for it. Like, as soon as there's like my region as a qualifier for WCG, definitely I would play in that. It's just that this whole ladder thing is just so boring. Like, whenever I log into Hearthstone, there's really not much to do, right? Tavern Brawl, I did Tavern Brawl last, last week and it was so boring. And most people agreed. It was not, it, it didn't feel like it was made as a, it's not, it wasn't fun. It's like it was the, the six cards. Which one? Six cards? Six, just yeah. six card meta? Yeah, build, build a deck six with six cards. Oh, okay. Six card and meta. everyone's okay. playing these OTK decks that just OTK you with, with four mana. And the, you got the quest with like uh, win five games in Tavern Brawl. And dude, this was like the most anti fun thing I ever had. It's like you played your OTK deck versus their OTK deck and whoever drew the combo first and you only had the six card deck. It was so stupid. Yeah, but I mean... I don't know if you played it. It was so bad. I mean, okay, so I didn't play the six card one, but I, you know, I played the two and three card one and I actually enjoyed the two and three card one. Like, oh, I, the decay one where everyone played Jaina? Okay. And didn't play anything. That's the DK. Yeah, okay. The DK one we established that, that Jaina was like the best thing, right? Yeah, but the six cover was worse than that. Yeah, but I okay. I don't know. I, maybe I didn't experience fun? it. I didn't experience the OTK aspect of it, but I mean there's this whole div- like like um discovering the meta part of it, that's fun, right? Like if it's a complete new meta, isn't it fun? I mean you're gonna lose, like of course. But that's not the point of it. The point the point isn't just to like there, there's not the very much complexity to be yet. fun well no well, okay the point of it obviously is to be fun but the point of having like a six card meta isn't so much about gameplay as it is figuring out you know what the superior deck is you know what i mean it's like an exercise of figuring out like deck building it's not an exercise in playing so much right so I, that's kind of how i look at it that's how i look at like the two card the three card you know the, the tavern brawls it's the same thing it's like okay i need to find my two cards that are going to beat everybody else's two cards you know and then once that's figured out then obviously it, it, it's just boring after that but while it's being figured out you know it's kind of fun you know to, to be able to do that but again i didn't play the six one so maybe it, it was just like four, four four turn four turn games does sound pretty terrible to me so it if was, it was that's exactly what it was then that's that's pretty bad um it was super yeah but anyways, like my, my my point of asking that the other thing was just that is streaming too much of a thing now? Like, are streamers too like is streaming too lucrative right now for people to not play in those tournaments? You know, like I I already talked about this in a yeah. great interview, artifact interview, <laughs> artifact interview. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did. I had so much fun doing that. Um, it's like. In Hearthstone, because they are, the, the question arises is um, how important is it that if Artifact will be streamable or like yeah. streamer friendly yeah, yeah. As, a, as a card game? And because of like how Hearthstone is right now with like all the big streamers and stuff. And I immediately had to think about why people stream Hearthstone. It's just because you have to. 
like because you make so much so little money with tournaments in hearthstone you can't self-sustain with tournaments in hearthstone well the only way to self-sustain in hearthstone as a pro player quote unquote is basically through streaming there's only like a handful of people that can live from tournament winnings if they even could i think they couldn't even they even the best okay tice just won a a year or two's worth. Yes. It could be some yes. people's two years worth of. But like, how did he get to that tournament? Because he's famous. Yeah, true. Like yeah. nobody else. Like if you are like just a pro player, how how you wouldn't get invited? I didn't get invited. I never got invited to you versus China. I'm not, yeah, not but that's I mean that's here. how it is. It's just like saying like yeah, that, oh, but that's some what struggling I'm saying. actor like, not getting hired for for Avengers. Hearthstone. Hearthstone <laughs> yeah, is a great stream game. But you kind of have to stream it. Like, yeah. else, how do you make a living if you're, like, trying to be, like, you know. So, in, 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 in Dota, it's different. And I compare it with that. It's, like, because the pro players win so much money through tournaments, they don't rely on the streaming income. This is why we, are, are, we don't really know big uh, Dota 2 streamers. Right. You don't really so... have to be big streamers to, to, to make an income. So... If Artifact will be similar, like, let's say Artifact has, like, there's, like, rumors, it will be weekly tournaments. Imagine there's, like, weekly 10K tournaments. That's such a different, like, environment. Like, you're, like, okay, you sit down, you're, like, okay, there will be four tournaments I can participate in every month. Uh, it, most of them will be, like, online qualifier. Or all of them will be online qualifier. So uh, what if I get, like, I don't know, fifth place, whatever, in one of them and get, like, 2K? That's kind of like a salary. So you don't have to stream. So the game doesn't have to be streamable to be successful. Like, how so do you define a successful I, game? Um, I, I mean, I, I know what you... I definitely know your argument there. And definitely a lot of it... You know, it makes sense from a standpoint of, like, your average player, you know, and, and them being able to be sustained. But, you know, if we're talking about the online space and we're talking about does it succeed on Twitch, you know, and, and, and uh, things like that. Dota 2 started out, I mean, Dota 2 was designed kind of like Artifact, right? Like Dota 2 was designed to be, uh, an esport. you know, like it was designed to be really hard, harder than League of Legends. And, you know, they, they, they launched it with TI, like the very first TI, you know, well, not TI, but it's like TI zero, you know, it was this million dollar tournament that happened two weeks, you know, like, or when the beta launched, right? That's how they announced that game. And I think since then, it's pretty much just been, you know, the Dota 2 streaming community has been dominated by tournaments. You know, whether it's TI or it's, you know, Beyond the Summit stuff or, you know, just like that, just those different studios doing their own things. Um, that That's all it is. Like like you said, there's no streamers really in, in Dota 2. And that's not necessarily a good thing either. You know, because for a while, Dota was like an all or nothing type of thing. Like it, it was mm -hmm. nothing going on. Literally after TI, all the teams would break up. And like there was nothing like in the space. It was like barren and dead, like for the most part. And um, so I don't I don't like that. I definitely don't want an environment like that. And and I and Artifact, I think it, it needs to solve that issue. The biggest issue definitely is Spectator. Like it doesn't matter if it's a tournament or if it's if it's somebody streaming. Like you have to make it so that, that people can understand what's going on. You know, and, and, you know, one thing right now, like lane by lane, you know, it, it's a little bit hard to tell, like how you're doing just overall, like in the game visually, 
but if you're you know focus on one lane right now right like you don't know you have no semblance of how you're doing in the other lanes until you actually go to them and you know the good news is it always goes in order right so you you don't spend too much time in each lane so you know so it won't be stuck there at least the cameras won't be stuck in a certain lane but but you know what i mean by that right it's a little bit hard mm -hmm. moba struggle with the same thing too and MOBA, mobas have clearly figured it out but um but artifact has to figure it out too like th there's no question you know like that, that that's going to be the biggest challenge for them and you know i think that that artifacts do player base that, is going to be smaller interface too. from someone spectating will be like very different than like no. in overwatch right if someone right the spectation in overwatch is very different than obviously yeah. the, from a player perspective so what do you mean? I, I can't even imagine how it would look like. Just that you have a greater overview about everything, but I don't know how. I mean, they don't how... they don't use that that third person view that much in Overwatch. It's mo it's you know they, they've gone through that that type of evolve, it just 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 the evolution of uh, spectator in Overwatch, and I think it's still you know the slider is still more towards first person spectator, which isn't TV friendly. You know, isn't like great for. The accessibility to people that don't know Overwatch, but for the people that do know Overwatch, it is better. Like it's just you can see the skill, like a lot more clearly, right? You can see a tracer and how good the tracer is, you know, or a Genji or whatever when you're when you're watching first person point of view um, mm -hmm. versus third person. So third person's like telling a story. I would say like you kind of go to that view whenever you know want the caster to tell a story or, or kind of like like try to set the stage type of thing. And then you go into, you know, first person whenever it comes down to the actual, you know, like yeah, I remember play. that in yeah. the in the first year of Overwatch it was very like nobody knew what the hell was going on when they when you watched like some tournament games. Mm -hmm. But Overwatch League was like very fun to watch as a spectator. Yeah. That's good. I mean that, that's good that you think that for sure. Um yeah so I mean with with uh artifact, I mean at the very least it's gonna there's going to be elements that are like Hearthstone, right? Like you're going to show cards from both sides, you know, like we're talking about from a Twitch standpoint, you know, like from a, a streaming standpoint, not from an in-game. I'm sure the in-game broadcast, you know, like spectating thing is going to be cool, super cool. You know, we've never seen that, obviously. Um, but uh, from a standpoint of watching it, you know, from Twitch, you know, th there's going to have to be some best practices that, you know, people figure out, you know, like how are we going to do that? We literally just going to go to the person's turn and then just have them, you know, just cycle through their turn, like, and, and, and do that. That's one thing that we could do for sure. Um, and probably the easiest thing and probably the most likely, you know, direction it ends up going. Cause, but, you know, I, I think it's, it's going to be, uh, it should be an exercise. And I'm sure they've done it to some degree internally. I mean, probably maybe a large degree to figure out, you know, just, just the best way to, to present it. Cause, you know, we've never seen an esport um, actually, show the game differently than it's actually that than, than a player actually plays it do you know what i mean like the ui is not completely different than than what a, a, an actual player sees we, mm -hmm. we've, we haven't been we've never done that it's possible to do that though like it's actually possible to have a capture have really? view yeah like what what have we when have we ever done that when have we ever shown the game in a different way we, we've never I, I mean i think you're right yeah i mean overwatch is probably the closest thing CSGO never does. CSGO is like purely 100% first-person point of view. And so, you know, I, I think that could be something to, you know, maybe look at there. Because, you know, traditional sports, at least football, you know, shows different angles like a lot. 
you know, they show like an overhead angle. Sometimes they show a side angle for the most part, you know, there, there's, there's different elements to it, you know, and, and obviously that looks different than an actual quarterback, you know, like the guy who's actually throwing the ball, he looks, he you know, his vantage point is completely different than, than how it's shown, you know, and we've never seen that in, in esports. So, um, you know, I think that that's something, I don't know if artifacts the right thing to, to test with that, but it's definitely something that everybody should consider and, and see, you know, what, what that product is, that viewing product is. Um, so yeah, you know, I, I think that, that artifact has its own challenges too. And, um, you know, Hearthstone have set all the standards, you know, like we, we figured all of those out a long time ago, you know, like it hasn't changed much to be honest, you know, seriously, like since, you know, me and Milkcast, you know, and who else? Like, Well Played, you know, back in the day when Well Played was doing it. I mean, yeah. it really hasn't changed much since then. I mean, it's just a little bit different because people have spectator mode. So you're like capturing from, a, you know, you don't have to capture an extra, you know, an extra screen anymore. But outside of that, it looks exactly the same. <laughs> like, the cams are still in the same place and, you know, very little evolution from there. So, um, you know, there's got to be some evolution in, in watching card games. There's, there's just, there has to be something better we can do. So, um, any, okay. Anyways, any other questions? We've been kind of like just kind of rambling off at this, the end of this. We had a lot of time to fill here, guys. But maybe one more question and we'll call it a day. Uh, one last question. One last question. What if what if uh, what if Hearthstone added the Diablo card out of nowhere? <laughs> Can you imagine that? Oh man, that'd be pretty cool. The Butcher <laughs> like shows up. Uh, okay, give you uh, about twenty more seconds. Any more? Anything else? Um, oh, okay. Here here's something. What about a heart rate monitor connected to each player during the stream? Imagine unknown makes the top eight and he's pumping 180 yeah beats per second while Muzzy is sitting across from 55 beats per per minute. Uh, yeah, I, I I mean I think that you know maybe that one's you know one of those things where you just see for one time and you think it's cool and then you, you don't you know really look at it too much but. Um, but that that's like along the right lines though you know like I think we need just a little bit more stuff like that. You know, something that that uh, that's more than just the camera. The camera's like there's only so much that you can get from the camera. So there's more, you know, kind of framing just the situation that, that I think we could do. And that's that's like a good example. I think that's that's a good one. Um, okay, well, it uh, looks like we're out of questions. So why don't we wrap up, uh, Gara? You know, obviously a lot of fun doing this. And uh, any shout outs you want to do before we take off? Shout outs to my stream as always Twitch to e slash garbage shaman stream tomorrow again. Um, probably gonna play Hearthstone and Magic Arena, hopefully. Okay. A lot of people seem to ha be having fun with Magic Arena, so uh, yeah, play it. Yeah, 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 me too. I'll definitely be mixing it <laughs> into and uh. It's just nice playing a new game. You know, it's been a long time because I, you know, I didn't really play Gwent that much at all. Like I played Gwent maybe once or twice, and you know, I never really got a chance to to seriously, you know, try out a, a new card game outside of Hearthstone. And yeah, it, it's just a good experience. You know, it's not the same experience as the first time I played Hearthstone. I mean, that that's just like, you know, another level. But um, 
know, it's still really, really fun. Definitely encourage that. Okay, any other shout outs you want to do? Anything? Um, not really. All good. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'll, I guess, do the same. Uh, give it, give a, or I, I give a shout out to you, Gara, of course. And then, um, you know, another uh, shout out to just our sponsor, MTG Arena for sponsoring this episode. And uh, of course, you know, we are an hsreplay.net show. So be sure to uh, go to hsreplay.net and you know, sign up for premium, get all this amazing features. We are, we are coming out with features in the next like week or two. So you're going to be seeing some new stuff before BlizzCon. Get ready for that. And then before the next expansion, you're going to see something really, really cool, which I can't wait for you guys to see. So, um, you know, I, we, we've been working on a lot of things behind the scenes for a while now, like, like localization, you know, if a lot of people that live in different countries, you'll notice that you'll, you'll see it just replay like translated and, and whatnot. And a lot of things that, you know, a lot of you guys probably didn't even see, especially you English speakers. So we're trying to get some of these features that a lot, you know, more for just a lot of things that you guys will, will get a chance to use and see every day. So, uh, expect those in the next, um, you know, few weeks, next two months. And, um, yeah, just, I'll definitely make sure to be promoting it on here as well, but, uh, that's going to be it make sure you follow the, uh, uh, you know, the show on Twitter, value talent, GG, and you can find us on, on YouTube, youtube.com slash HS replay net. And on all the audio channels, iTunes, Spotify, Google play, SoundCloud.com slash ChamMV. That's going to be it, guys. For Gara and myself, ChamMV, we'll see you next week. Peace.